Tuck, talk, tuck, talk, tuck, talk. Welcome to episode five of the Talk Talk podcast. First of all, if you get new here, I just want to say first, welcome to the channel. I'm glad for you guys to stop by. But also, before you leave, make sure to like this video, share this video, subscribe to the channel, as well as hit that notification bell. That way you're notified anytime you go live or post a new video. Now, with that said, also another thing. You guys might notice if you're listen if you listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, that we kind of skip from episode three to episode five. That's because we had some audio issues during episode four, but um, but uh, yeah, that's that's basically why we had to like skip that. But uh, don't worry, you guys can catch the episode on YouTube. We have a fully edited version of that, so check it out over there. But before we get to today's episode, let's introduce our panel for this lovely evening. Let's start at the top. Mr. Kenny Santos. Hello, hello. I'm Kenny. I'm functioning on three hours of sleep, and I think all the bang energy drinks are slowly killing me. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> Welcome, Kenny. Welcome. <laughs> Mr. Donovan. Well, Donnie, don't call me Donovan, as you like. <laughs> hello, guys. Uh, I literally woke up five minutes to starting this um yeah. so my biological clock is like one point and i'm ready to go yeah, yeah. that time of the month how do you feel after the whole joel <laughs> b injury i know you guys uh, well, let's not talk about that so let's move on all right <laughs> okay. uh, and last but certainly not least make her you on the tug talk podcast miss monica fahim introduce yourself to people uh, I'm Monica. Um, I'm the only Canadian here, so fuck, I'm not American. And uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have. A- <laughs> I don't really have an intro. It's just me, Monica. The only Canadian. That's all you need. That's all you need. That's all yeah, you need. Forehead game. Sorry, we're yeah, we're all just barely functioning at this point. <laughs> yeah. And I just recently almost got stuck on the elevator before I started this podcast. So <laughs> that's how my thing was. It with someone cute, <laughs> nah, bro. Imagine oh. being stuck on the elevator with an old lady oh, who's basically you do what you got to do for the fellow race, man. If I want you to procreate, you got to procreate. Pardon. Can I tell a little anecdote about being stuck in an elevator with like an old lady? This was like, this happened like, this happened like years ago. And like, it was, it was kind of like traumatizing at the time, but now I can laugh at it. Um, I was at the mall with my mom and my grandma, like my mom's mom. And I guess my grandma just had to like, she really had to go to the washroom and she couldn't hold it. And so she shit on herself in the elevator. (laughs) Oh God. That's a sticky situation. <laughs> a stinky one. That's stinky. That's a stinky. But, it was, but the thing is, it wasn't just like in her pants. It literally like was dripping down to the floor, and it was just like oh. And the, oh, and, the and the thing is, it wasn't like it was like watery. So it was just like a whole thing. It's so uh, had more fiber. Yeah. Ultimately, she was fine. Like everything was good, and, and everything was cleaned up. And it's just like just yeah, it was it was wild. I, rem- I just like that reminded me of like you know being in an elevator with her. Good times. Oh damn! Well, luckily my experience wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah, luckily my grandparents are dead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but as tradition on the Tuck Talk podcast, what I like to do is something that we call the mental check-in because I'm a firm believer that the best ability is not your availability but your mental stability because without that, nothing else matters. 
So let's present to the panel. If you're new here with the mental check-in, this is our scorecard. One, I want to I want to die. Two means my life is pointless. Three means nothing matters. Four, my life sucks right now. Five, it's whatever. Six, I'm content. Seven, I'm grateful. Eight, I'm in a good place. Nine, I'm excited about life. Ten, couldn't be better. So with that said, I present this to you guys on the panel. Where are you guys right now on the scale of one to ten? Whoever wants to go first. Ladies first. Um, well, as you guys know, I was someone having some mental breakdown the other day, and I've just, like, in the past few weeks, I've just been, like, kind of evaluating my whole life, um, you know, just, like, my existence, because very existential stuff. So, in those really dark moments, I've definitely been at, like, one, you know, but, um, but that's just, like, isolated incidents, um, like, one to two. But I feel like in general, I feel like, you know, I'm, I feel like I hover around like a seven, eight, like I'm content. Like I'm, I'm happy, I'm happy. I'm healthy. I'm here. You know, I'm privileged. I have my family. I'm good. You know, that's all you need. Trust me. That's truly all you need. Exactly. Awesome. I'm glad you're in a good place. Thank you. Yes. Who else wants to go? Donnie boy. Uh, I mean, I, I guess I'll go. Uh, Youth before beauty. <laughs> I I think I'm 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 gonna say nine, but I feel like a, a solid six. I'm gonna say nine because um, I was approached on the street yesterday um, about yeah, like doing the street interview for like a, a Philadelphia company. Or a program that teaches writing to young kids and uh, elementary and middle school kids. So after the interview, which is coming out soon, they asked me about like my interest in writing and stuff like that. And they asked me if I wanted to apply to be a mentor or slash teacher for middle school and um, elementary school aspiring young writers. And I don't know, it, it gave me such a a different outlook on like my role in the universe and on earth right now. Um, it, it's definitely something that I wasn't expecting or anything like that. Um, teaching, in, teaching English was definitely something that I like had like in the faintest back of my mind. And I don't know, it's, it's a new avenue to mold and um, help guide young aspiring writers. So it's, so, it's, so is it safe yeah. to say that you're considering it? Yeah, I'm, I'm considering uh, being a teacher, not, well, not a teacher, like a, like a, a, a mentor, state, yeah, mentor for uh, young writers and stuff like that. Um, like wait, a young so, professor. Wait, so did they just like randomly approach you on the street? Like, how did this happen? Yeah, so they were uh, they were talking to random different people passing by, and I just happened to stop. And they asked what I was reading and what I was writing about. So I'm about the screenplays. Uh, I name dropped uh, True Oma Culture dropped the podcast, name okay. dropped it. So, you know, I'm out there in Philadelphia yeah. doing outreach. <laughs> yeah. 
So I had told them that I was a journalist and stuff like that. And after the interview, we talked a little bit. Um, they told me what they were about. Mighty Writers is what the uh, organization is called. And they help uh, throughout the tri-state uh, with food, clothing, and anything that um, young kids might need going through this pandemic. And they uh, encouraged me to apply for their mentorship program and their teaching program to help, you know, guide uh, writers. Like they said, I had a like a lot of experience and stuff like that. So taking on that new challenge is um, it it's gave me a great outlook on life. And I don't know, it, it feels great to like help and mentor people, you know. Yeah, and plus, and also, I'm also sure it feels good for you to know that you're recognized as someone that can yeah. impact other people's lives. And, and that's what it was. And I, I'm definitely recognized by Liddell a lot for my writing and stuff like that. Um, shout out to him and everything he's been doing with True Open Culture. Um, but to uh, to be recognized by on the street or anything like that, it's it gave me like a wow, like you, yeah, you guys value what I could bring to the table and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm gonna put on my uh, French beret and uh, go out there and mold the minds of young writers, teach them about the great workings of their devotion to Eminem and all the good things writing has to bring to them. He's gonna corrupt them. <laughs> you can be my oh. mentor, Donnie. I'm the right I'm the perfect candidate. All right. So I don't know. It was it was something that I struggled with a lot, like not feeling valued enough or not feeling like my always feeling self-doubt. I, I've talked to Liddell about this in private before. So it, it was something that was always been on my mind and it's nice to see it be recognized. Right. Well, it's like I always say, it's all about paying it forward. So I'm glad like I was able to do that for you. And now you have the opportunity to do that for someone else. You know, right. so that's what it's all about. So I'm happy for you. Cause two weeks ago, ladies and gentlemen, like Donovan was at a three. <laughs> so points. I was there for the collapse. <laughs> <laughs> So it's just that it just goes to show, like, hey, like, uh, negative state of mind is never permanent, you know. So, yeah, just take every day and scribe. You gotta have your ups, you gotta have your downs, but just know that throughout it all, the good is gonna outweigh the bad if you let it. 100%. You know? Nice, bro. Nice. Now, last but certainly not least, Mr. Oh. Kenny, where are you at on scale one to ten? Well, Originally, I was going to say six, but after hearing you two sad sacks of poo, I'm at a seven because now I feel so much better about myself. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but um, no, like I said, I, I took a C4 energy creatine drink late at night yesterday because I was just doing so much at the time and it didn't let me sleep. So since I couldn't go to sleep, I was just watching TV all night, but good TV, I swear. I was watching a show called uh, Six Feet Under. It was really popular back in like 2001 with like Michael C. All, but it's like a really heavy show. So, uh, like it's, it surrounds death and a, a family that runs a funeral home and whatnot. So it, like the themes are about death and you know, it makes me realize that, you know, you can go your entire life without really facing the reality that someday you will die. You will not exist. Uh, everyone will eventually forget you. And you, the only reason you're mad about that is because your ego's wrapped up in it. But on the other, fuck my dog. 
Um, on the other hand, <laughs> you know, you oh, don't really think about. <laughs> you don't really think about. Um, I'm so mad at him because of what he pulled yesterday. But um, on the other hand, you really don't think about death without also thinking about birth and whatnot. And I know this as I'm thinking these thoughts and whatnot. By the way, I would make a great mortician, but. That, that's a different note, but um, <laughs> I just know I would. I, 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 I don't think anybody ever said that. You know, I would make I'm a great mortician. <laughs> I'm artistic. I could recreate. I could, I could disassemble you and bring you back up, both you know, spiritually and actually. But that's aside the point. But I know some also. Yeah. So the other side of death is like birth. Like you can't escape one without the other. And I know I've, I've been around a lot of babies lately. Uh, you know, some are family members, some are babies of friends. It just seems like everybody got busy during the pandemic. And, you know, now we're learning about the ramifications of it. But, you know, uh, I don't want to say I'm baby crazy. Like, I'm not knitting sweaters on my free time. But, you know, as me thinking, like, wow, you know, what would I be as a father or whatever? But um, I, there's one case that pisses me off to no end, and it's really crazy. So um, there's this person, this woman, who recently had a baby about, like, a year ago and whatnot. And since having the baby, she's been on this, like, homeopathic, naturalistic, nomad, pussyfied bullshit. Like, she won't, she won't feed the baby GMOs, organic, only organic food, uh, things like that. You know, I can vibe with that, more or less. But she is taking a fucking left turn because all her idiotic nomadic friends are giving her terrible medical advice and the baby's suffering. Like, um, for one, she's weaning it off breast milk, which was like, what? Are you kidding me? How do you go from hippie bullshit to, no, to goat milk? Yeah. Uh, and you know, from seeing the baby, like, I don't know much about baby anatomy, but I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be walking right now. And it's not doing that because it just seems so like weak like she won't take she won't take it to a real doctor half the time she'll just give it like these homeopathic remedies and whatnot and i shit you not there was a rumor that the baby actually had a seizure because this dumbass won't give it real medicine like tylenol and has fevers all the time so like at the back of my head i'm like well whatever happens to this baby i'm gonna do to you twice over so you know catch your shit together so th there's probably going to be a sit down in the near future where you, we got to slap some sense into there. But aside from that, I'm doing great. Wait, who is this woman? Is this someone you know personally? Yeah, we don't need to call her out on public, just in case I become famous through this podcast. Fingers crossed. All right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I can go. In fact, I was watching the Joe Rogan podcast earlier. I know you guys love that one. And he had one of my, he had my favorite author, you know, the guy who wrote Fight Club, but, you know, the guy who wrote Fight Club also wrote other books that, you know, expand on things, whatever. Chuck Palahniuk, I'm name dropping him now. This, this, this guy is great. But um, he doesn't need any more free publicity, though, even though he, like, lost 25 million. But, um, what was, sorry. Uh, so, no, you, they were talking about this exact topic, so I'm glad we are, too. Um, a lot of times cancel culture comes from, you know, people who don't want certain views or certain kinds of language to be put out in the public and potentially, you know, actually affect someone's life or in a negative context, like, or hurt their feelings if you get down to the crisp of it. So, um, and, and, you know, that's, it, it comes from a good place, but like, uh, you never realize how far the intentions go when it comes to, you know, stifling creativity. Like, they were talking, uh, this, this, my favorite author, he was talking about this, uh, okay, by Liddell, I guess. Um, they were talking about their favorite um, short story collection, right? And he loves reading this one story that he wrote out in public all the time. 
and he always talks about how like he used to read all the time back then but it just would not fly today it's a story about it's hilarious about this guy who's masturbating in a pool and for some reason that leads him to have a complete prolapse and the entire yeah like when like weightlifters are lifting too much and all their organs come out like that it was horrific and the best part of it was that the story was in the first person so everybody assumed that it was him it was that happened to him but it didn't actually happen to him and like everyone's aghast by it but there was this one lady and, and this story is crazy there was this one lady who came there was this one lady who came afterwards and she was like, you know, after hearing you tell that embarrassing story about your anal prolapse, I, I feel comfortable telling you this. So when I was a little girl, I was part of the, not the Girl Scouts, but like the Browns. It yeah, came yeah. before the Girl Scouts. Yeah. I was part of the Browns. And, you know, one time I had like an ache and they gave me a heating pad. And uh, this story is getting graphic. I'm sorry. But they gave me a heating pad and that heating pad like fell between my legs. And, you know, it was a heating pad. So it like stimulated the area. And this girl's like six, seven years old. She didn't know what was going on. All she knew was like, this feels amazing. So she tells all her friends, she tells all her friends, all the Girl Scouts, and they all try it. And she's like, for the first time in my life, I was the most popular girl ever. Uh, everyone wanted to hang out with me. Everyone wanted to come to my house. We were we were just, I was on cloud nine. Remember, she's seven years old. One day, she invites the entire troop to her freaking bedroom, and they're just doing what I just said they did. And, but this time, the mom shows up, and this is, I think this was like in the 40s or 50s where yeah. abuse was allowed. But yeah. in any case, the mom finds out what they're doing, kicks out all the little girls except her girl, literally breaks a hole in the wall so she could grab some kind of metal wire to beat the living shit out of her daughter like she's like i i am raising a goddamn whore something like that i, I swear this put this story has a point it's not gratuitous violence but she just beats the shit <laughs> out of this little girl that's <laughs> like to my point but she's just being the shit out of this little girl and and as a grown woman talking to the others she's like, because of that event i have not had an orgasm since i was seven years old because the trauma just blocked her entirely. So to get to my point, she, she tells the author, after I hear, hear you tell that story, it makes me realize that I can tell my story. And someday it's going to be funny. And someday I'm going to bring it up to my bitch of a mother and be like, hey, you remember when you beat the shit out of me because I made all these little girls orgasm? <laughs> so my point is, is like when you stifle certain views, language, or stories, you miss out on potential connections that could be healing. Like, you, um, yeah, yeah, some stories could like trigger someone's PTSD from an event that was similar to that. But you know, on the other hand, it could make them see it from a different perspective. So sometimes policing art isn't really the best thing to do. Yeah, that's my two cents. Agreed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is cancel culture affected the entertainment industry? Thanks oh, for that story. Though. No, oh, I that get it. Just to piggyback off of what uh, Kenny said, let's stay away from the the Browns and the Girl Scout cookies. But um, with uh, one of my favorite uh, creative people in the world said uh, Donald Glover a couple of weeks back on Twitter. Um, it has affected the entertainment industry majorly. Um, 
a lot of writers, producers, directors, um, executives are scared to bring up projects or green light projects that could be potentially big sellers. Like they're afraid of taking chances. And that's why we get the same churned crap that we see every single week yeah, and every single year. And it's this, it's the same shit. Um, I, I think cancel culture is one of the biggest bullshit things to happen to the age of social media. Um, uh, you saw what happened with Chrissy Teigen. She lost a lot of her deals. Um, Wait, why? It's just she, a whole bunch. Why did she? Why was she so like hated on? I don't get it. Uh, so apparently, she was a troll a couple of years ago, uh, maybe ten or eleven years ago, I believe. And like on she was bullying. Yeah, and she was bullying this uh, or cyberbullying this girl, talking about kill yourself. Um, yeah, I remember that. Oh no! Yeah, it, it was it was a whole bunch of shit. But to piggyback off of what Tyler, the creator, said, <laughs> how the fuck is cyberbullying a thing? Like, just shut your fucking laptop and go outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I, I 100% agree with that She got canceled stage. for that. Wait, she got canceled for I, That's how I speak to telemarketers. Will I get canceled? Just kill yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, if you become, like, a big uh, movie star, 100%. Can uh, you verify all that shit that you did back in the day is going to come back to bite you? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's probably what's going to make me famous. Right. So it's like it yeah, it, it has greatly affected the entertainment industry. And I wish this cancel culture mob would freaking die already. My only issue with cancel culture is that those that's basically calling for the cancellation on these people, they act too self-righteous for me. And I feel like nobody right, like so like act like they act like they never did anything wrong. Yeah, yeah, like at Kayla from Starbucks, like you're what makes you any different from uh, a celebrity who tweeted something years ago? Because I can tell you 100, 100% certainty that a lot of people in my air, uh, group and uh, inner circle, they do say racist stuff. And 95% of them are black. And yes, newsflash, black people can be racist too. Oh, you don't have to tell me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those notions that I think should be addressed. Like black people and minorities can be racist too. Yeah, I never got reverse racism. I was, it's just it's just racism. I did that. Yeah, like... Oh yeah, Don, Donnie, you're you're skipping episodes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, okay, but um, so... yes. Overall, okay, so yeah. Okay, so Ms. Margaret, what's your thoughts on cancer coach? Hmm. I think sometimes it's too it's too light of a reaction and sometimes it's too heavy of a reaction. Like the whole thing with Chrissy Teigen, like and apparently she was trolling people on Twitter or something and like now she lost a bunch of deals. Like I don't know the full story, but like that seems like it's like way too heavy of a reaction. So there's things that happen where it's like Kate Hill, like no one's perfect. No one, there's no such thing as someone who makes no mistakes. Like, yeah. So sometimes it's too heavy of a reaction and I feel like other times it's too light. Like 
I don't know if you guys follow YouTubers, like, you know, like James Charles and like David Dobrik and stuff. So, like, James- uh, David Dobrik was an interesting I was uh, going to bring up. But yeah, yeah, I'm glad you're bringing it up. Yes. I followed James Charles for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Okay. So pretty much I'll explain, <laughs> I'll explain both of them really briefly. So David Dobrik obviously is like a very rich vlogger. Um, I'm pretty sure he's part of Baca, which is, uh, he's like from Slovenia or something. So he's, he's a uh, DACA. Yeah. He's uh, yeah. on a work visa. Exactly. Um, and so like, if anything goes wrong, he could easily just be back, be like deported back to his country. So, so pretty much what happened with him is like, he obviously he's a vlogger, right? So he like, I don't, I don't, I'm not a David Dobrik fan. Like I don't give a fuck about David Dobrik, but like, I know he like films videos all the time and he like posts content all the time. And so there was this one video where like him and his group of friends, they went to a lake and then they like, they were using like an excavator thingy where it's like a machine with like the long like wire thing, whatever. And like, he, he was the one driving the ex, like excavator and then he got his friends to like hang on the hang on the wire and like he was spinning it as they were like the whole thing was just like completely criminally negligent criminal like just illegal stupid wrong like just everything was so wrong about it and then one of his friends Jeff Wittick which I actually like he posted some um, documentaries about it because they they like recently came out a couple weeks ago but basically Jeff the friend, when he went on the wire and like David was spinning him, he ended up um, spinning him so hard that um, like when he, he fell in the water and hit his head really, really hard. Um, And like, if he had hit his head at like a different angle, like he could have died so easily. You know what I mean? So it's just like, like, and, and yeah. So in that case, it's like, you put your friend in danger, you were criminally negligent, you were stupid, you were irresponsible. And like, I think people now are trying to cancel him, but I feel like canceling him, it's like way too light of a thing. Like at that point, it's like, you're a criminal, you need to be like arrested, you need to be, <laughs> you need right. to be deported back to your country, you know what I mean? And then like another thing with like the whole James Charles situation, like, Oh yeah, and there was a whole other story with David Dobrik. I don't even want to talk about it because like he's just gross, and I don't like him in his part. Like they just all seem like gross and corny. That's the uh, that's the route I thought you were gonna take. I know the story that you're talking about, but um, I'm I'm glad you're taking the other route. <laughs> I don't know the story, so this is all fresh to me. Should I say it? I don't know. Um, okay, I mean, well, I d- dive into it uh, a little bit. Um, if, if you don't, I'll, I will. It well. can't be worse than my story. I mean, come on. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to do the story justice. So I'll explain it as best as I can. But basically, um, David, um, this happened like a few years ago where like he and his friends, he had, he had like some of his friends over and then they invited like some girls over. They were like fans of them. Um, and I think they, like, they wanted to, like, film some content or whatever, but then, um, and, and, like, they invited them over so they could, like, have, like, a threesome or, like, a fivesome or something. I don't know, like, some gross gross shit like that. Yeah. That's so much work. So, basically, what happened was, um, David, you know, what, uh, Monica said is a popular YouTuber. So he has, he goes with a group of friends who are known as the vlog squad. So the incident that she's talking about, um, David Dobrik and the vlog squad went over 
to a, a group of uh, girls' house to film a skit with Dom, who's been known to be, let's say, well, he goes by Dirty Dom, so that should yeah. tell you all you also need to know it. about <laughs> the character. Yikes. Just to correct you, they didn't go to the girls' house. The girls came to them. Oh, okay. My and mistake. The oh, so it's their fault them. is what you're saying. No, he, I got to get into it. So they decide to film a skit with Dom having set, uh, having sex with three or two girls, like a, a threesome or whatever. So apparently what goes is one of the girls backed out um, and to make the other girls feel comfortable, they had somebody buy allegedly alcohol mm -hmm. to calm the girls down or whatever and make them more acceptable to, you know, whatever. The story is that uh, basically what David Dobrik is getting canceled for is allegedly his friend Dirty Dom a sexually, well, raped one of the girls there without her knowledge, of course. Yeah. And because he filmed a part of the skit on his huge popular YouTube channel, which averages over 10 million uh, views of a video, he's now being canceled for associating with Dirty Dom. Yeah. So yeah. in the instant of cancel culture, I don't think David Dobrik shut the heat as much as he did. Um, at the end of the day, he he didn't really film nothing bad. Let's start off with that. He didn't film the girls being raped, or he didn't film what was happening in the other side of the room. What he did film was a part of the skit that made it seem like he was making a joke of it. And at the end of the day, David Dobrik lost a lot of deals. He lost his deal with Nickelodeon. He lost his deal with Discovery, um, Chipotle, Seatgeek. Good. Yeah. He's disgusting. I'm surprised you guys haven't heard of um, David no. Dobrik. But I guess if you're not well-versed in the YouTube industry, you don't know how big he is. Yeah. Um, he, was, they, he was being called the next Jimmy Fallon. Think of it like that. The Generation Z. Uh, Jimmy Fallon. What was this skit exactly? I don't get it. Like, oh, look, guys, we're having a three-way. That's just porn. Yeah, so he, like, think that his uh, friend was having sex, and he was listening on outside of the door with the camera. Mm. So it cuts to them next day talking about it or something like that. Uh, one of the girls came out and said she was uh, raped while in the room. Yeah. Wait, wait, they filmed that on the skit and tried to make it a joke? Yeah, yeah, like filmed on the outside of the room. Was they, he dropped on the head? Like what? That's what I'm saying. He's so gross. He's so <laughs> what? Gross. He's so gross. I, I don't understand the humor in this. And and I don't know. I don't know, Donnie, because I know you like know David Dobrik and stuff. Do you know the other story with what happened with Seth? Who are these people? Yes. Uh, <laughs> like he's so, so gross. He's so. This gross. is wild. Um. So another one of David Dobrik's sketches he was filming. Um, so gross. Like, where he had a friend put on a gorilla costume and one friend sat on a couch. So the friend named Seth was sitting on a couch and he was supposed to have a girl come in in a gorilla costume and start yeah. making out with him. Yeah. And the costume was their friend. 
uh, 45-year-old man, Jason Nash. So when they was kissing, after they got finished kissing, he took off the mask and found out, oh, it wasn't Corinna, our hot friend. It was yeah. actually our 45-year-old man, yeah. Jason Nash. Yeah. And obviously, and, yeah. and obviously David was filming the whole thing. He orchestrated the whole thing. Like, oh, it's so funny. Like, you're kissing a guy. Like, just so gross. So gross. That doesn't even sound funny. <laughs> right? It's like sexually <laughs> awkward as fuck. This is hilarious. Comedy. His entire audience, his entire platform is a bunch of like children. And that's why he, I don't like I don't know who watches him. He's so gross. Like he's he, so gross. Yeah, he's, like in that in that case, being canceled is is way too light of like of a reaction. I think he should be fucking deported. Like, he's done. Like, I think he's I don't he's Somebody suck. better call Trump. We need him. He's so disgusting. Well, I, I wouldn't go that far because no, no, everybody no. who's here in the United States, if you are here, you deserve to be here. Or you deserve to have a sh shot at what they call the American dream. So I, I wouldn't necessarily take that just, away from everybody. I think anybody. he just deserves to be shot. Like, we, I can agree on a portion of your sentence. Sino, <laughs> <laughs> um, true open culture does not agree with anybody being assassinated. Um, for sure. We do not reflect the views of that. That is purely just for Kenny. entertainment purposes. Yeah. I don't want YouTube or Thank the you, big Mark. media to come down on them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I will orchestrate his shooting. I'm not saying I will support it. I'm just yeah. saying in the just world, it would happen. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so basically just to like end, like just to just to conclude, like I think some people, um, can cancellation is way too light of a reaction. And for some people, cancellation is way too like heavy and hard. Um, Another example is like with James Charles. I don't know. I'm sure Donnie, I'm sure you know. I feel like you know YouTube people. Um, James Charles, um, apparently he was like sexting. I think he, he was found to be sexting. Like, I think the number was up to like 10 to 15 minors or something. Um, and he, and yeah, he, he, he likes sexes like a lot of like minor underage yeah. boys. And, he and he's been caught multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't understand like, yeah. why he keeps going back. And... Yeah. And like there, ha there have been so many people posting proof of the conversations, of the pictures that he sends, um, of the things that he says. Like, and he just, he's, he's fine. Like he's fine. Like nothing's happened to him. Like, and I feel like in, in that situation, like he should have some sort of repercussion. He should have some sort of like, Something. Uh, Michael Jackson is rolling in his grave. Uh, can, I, <laughs> uh, can I ask you guys something? Do you guys have a problem? Like, cancer culture is what it is with, at this point. But do you have a problem with it only applying to, like, famous people? I mean, who else would it hurt, really? Yeah, because I can tell you right now, my uh, 44 followers on Instagram don't really care. <laughs> About what yeah. I post, I like or, to cancel. Are looking to come down on? Who's going to come down or cancel me? Okay, but that brings me to this: Is this like some sort of like hypocrisy? Because shouldn't you like whether like it's a famous person or not? Like if somebody did something wrong, like should you want them to be punished for it? Or is yeah. it? Oh, you're a celebrity, so I just want to like ruin your life. 
Uh, no, that happens. Like people get doxxed for like saying racist shit, and like people like leak their addresses and whatnot. And yeah. I think like once one kid said the N word, but he was like N word guacamole penis when he was like in the eighth grade, and then some celebrity doxed him, and then his parents lost his job, their jobs, and he was like what seven or eight years old. So, okay. oh, I, I think that was uh China Ann McLean, the star yeah, of Yeah, uh, yeah, she was Black Lightning. She, yeah, she she like um doxed him and uh, I guess it could happen, but it's kind of out of Oh know, wait, like... no, no, I am so sorry. Um correction, that was Sky Jackson, not China Ann McLean. I oh, want to make sure I get that correct. <laughs> well, this is yeah, like... our journalism integrity. <laughs> Yeah, one hundred percent. I do not want her to get like heat for the wrong reason. She's gonna Sky die next. Um, <laughs> but no, I feel like his parents probably got other jobs because that was just really ridiculous. I don't even think it was being racist. He just made jumbly bullshit on Twitter. Okay, now now last question on this topic before we move on to the next topic for this show. Um, have you guys ever been part of cancel culture, Mark? I don't have a Twitter. No, thanks. No, I don't think so. I mean, I, I've definitely had my opinions about people, and like, I definitely have thought negatively about people, like, like, famous people or whoever. But like, I don't actively like go on social media and I'm like, oh, cancel this person because, like, what the fuck is that gonna do? You know? Right. But let me think. What do you think about cancel culture? My thing on cancel culture, it's I'm kind of like you in the sense, manga. Like I feel like it's like a case by case basis. It all depends on the severity of it. I feel like someone's actions, I feel like are more harmful than their words. Because one thing I hate is when people get all up in the uproar because somebody says something that's deemed to be racist or now the new thing yesterday is like anti-Semitic. Because I'm a, at the end of the day, okay, like are you really gonna go to bed hurt about what somebody said? Yeah. Or because, like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, because sometimes I feel like if somebody wants to like do something like, like very harmful to others, such as like rape or like like killing, robbing, what case may be, I feel like that's more of a detriment to a person rather than somebody just saying something of- offensive. 100%. Yeah. I've been called the N word before when I was working at MSG by like yeah. a white New York Ranger hockey fan. Yeah. Did I you square up? Like, huh? Did you square up? Oh no, because I was trying to get that commission. <laughs> so, oh, okay, all right, uh, makes well, sense here. <laughs> so, I'm like, okay, and plus he was drunk. I'm like, all right, well, like it is what it is. He said no offense, but they work at job, like no offense, sir, but they work in us like some n words at his job. I'm like, okay, well, like as long as I <laughs> no offense, <laughs> that means all offense. that makes it all better. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you know I mean? Like as long as I get my tip, like I'm not gonna go back. Oh my god, you called me the N word. Like yeah. you know, yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna melt at the thought of that. And I hate the fact that so many of our people today is like, whenever somebody says something like racist or like derogatory, they just want to like, get all up in the uproar. Like, come on, like as someone like me that come from New York. I hear shit like that every day, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And we use it obviously in a different context, but it's like, come on, like we say it all the time. Yeah, so yeah. just because somebody's, oh, oh my god, we go crawl in a little ball and just get offended. 
Like, yeah, why, we, yeah. like why do we care so much about their That's approval? funny you mentioned that, because there's this Asian TikToker who speaks in Ebonics for some reason, and she briefly got canceled. Yeah. Talking about, talking about. She's really it's cute, the, but um, she... The chick she, that was riding on the, um, on the fucking, like, um, garbage truck, right? Yeah. And it started this debate, like, should you be allowed to say the N-word just because you're from New York and that's part of hip-hop culture or something? And I'm just like, why is anyone saying it, really? I mean, I think it's hypocritical if you're going to say it and use it in a different context if somebody else says it. I mean... You get offended by it. For me, and this might be the... And this might be the whitest thing I ever say... God. On a, a televised, <laughs> but uh, sometimes I skip the N word, and it's by instinct just to like skip it in songs. Like I, I normally don't say it. Dive a to the clean version. Exactly. Um, like yeah, I, I don't see. I don't get up in arms about the N word. Um, I don't even say it normally when I'm around. My inner circle or stuff like that. It's not out of, oh, I'm superior or better than them. It's just like, I I don't use that word often in my vocabulary. I, I feel weird even saying it to my brother, but it's like, yeah, it's not a word that's frank uh, often yeah. in my vocabulary. I'm not even sure if I'm allowed to because I have white people calling me white now, and it's just like, oh, am I? I have an identity. Yeah, it's. Wait, what's your <laughs> what? What's your ethnicity again? I know Do- you're like- Dominicano. Fully? Yeah, pure blood, pure genetics. Puerto Rican, I ain't gonna hold you. Pure, pure. Wait, oh, that's <laughs> war. <laughs> I thought you were Boricua. <laughs> no, 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 soy Boricua. No, you yeah. can call me overall cancel culture. It does affect the entertainment industry as a whole because it it does shelter like a lot of projects that could potentially be great. Yeah, and can I just say one more thing on cancel culture? I think mm-hmm. now with like social media being like so 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 like prominent in our lives, um, I think it's so common for people to like dig through social media from like years like even though it happened like 10 years ago, someone could like pull up and be like, this you, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, like, and, like a t- are you holding receipts over yeah. like every celebrity or every uh, person on like, is it FBI like on have a watch of like rising like, stars and just like tweets? Like yeah. who who's bringing out these tweets? Like, exactly. exactly. Yeah. My whole thing with cancel, my whole thing with cancel culture. I feel like it just it just takes too much work, too much effort, you know. Because then you got because you got to present yourself as like a goody two shoes, you know. And then that goes and then that goes to the whole thing of like being woke, you know. Because you're for cancel culture, the obviously most likely you're gonna be woke as well. Exactly. And I think think with me, wait, just one one more point. I think with me, if like if I don't like someone or if I don't like some artist or some musician, I'm not gonna go out of my way to like post something bad about them or like cancel them. I'm just not going to support them. I'm not going to listen to their music. I'm not going to watch their movies. That's all. Like, <laughs> like how can I, I support Chrissy Teigen exactly? That's I don't know, that's kind of hard for me with, with certain music. Like if, if I vibe with your music, I vibe with your music. <laughs> like, like, oh yeah, I, I do think artists and the uh, art should be separated. 
I, that's I will, a topic for another day. <laughs> I will say I'm really into metal lately, particularly black metal. And mm -hmm. it kind of veers off into some radically political places. And it's like, it can, how do you separate the artist from the art when the intention is still there? You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, this is way off subject, but what's the difference between metal and black metal? So black metal is like, so when you think of metal, think of Slipknot. Like you can actually understand like what these people are saying. But when it comes to black metal, like it, it's screechier kind of. Um, the themes are more satanic, sometimes racist. But um, it's also like more occult kind of themes, a bit darker. And it's usually really good. And, and that's I, the one you prefer? Yeah, particularly the one from like uh, Nordic countries. I have no idea what they're saying, but it sounds amazing. I don't know how you do <laughs> Interesting, interesting. Okay, well, like I was saying, like um, in terms of um, cancel culture, I feel like normally those that's a part of cancel culture, chances are they're also a part of like the whole woke culture, like being like up to date as far as like on social issues and political issues. So that brings us to our final topic for today's episode. What do you define as fake woke? Because I feel that there's a lot, a lot of. <laughs> All right, let's start with that. <laughs> Why do you think that was quick? Why do you think Demi Lovato, Donald? Jeez. Agreed. Oh, I, I will 100%. Uh, a couple of episodes back, we were defined as hating. 100% certified hater of Demi Lovato. I will say that to the day I die. I do not like her. I don't like her. Well, she has some good day. songs. Demi, I'll still take your money if you ever want to do oh. songs for a coach. In the of future. course, my <laughs> bad. He did not speak. I, <laughs> don't I don't like their music or their music. Oh, there, yeah. yes. Pronouns, yes. Um, binary. Everything she does, I think, what is she gaining out of this? Dang. What is her objective? Like, what does she really mean behind this? I, for so once in her career, so I have not, huh? Sorry to cut you up, but you said, like, what did she gain from? I get the sense of that, like, whenever a celebrity speak on politics, like, what are they gaining from it? Yeah. Hey, re yeah. Re read my latest article. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, just about that. Yeah, uh, it's. Shout out to Kenny. You're. She's just. She's just the essence of like fake. Yeah. Bali, South Carolina, just. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, like, everything whole, about her just makes my skin crawl. Yeah. The whole thing that happened with the frozen yogurt place, that was just like, bro. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> fake woke. Like you jumping, you jumping to be a pioneer of uh, another movement yeah. that you know nothing about. Yeah. You don't like it. The store wasn't for you. Yeah. Like you have to learn to live in this world with your triggers. Nobody yeah. gives a fuck about your triggers. Yeah, 100%. Learn to deal with it or stay the fuck in the house. Exactly. Speaking so, of triggers, I'm sorry, I cut you okay, but I remember yeah. like, but this is specifically about you. I remember you posted on IG about some young lady on Facebook saying how guys should not wear shades because I guess it like triggers them. Like, they oh, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I saw. I saw. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Monica, since you don't follow me, um, so um, 
there was this woman on Facebook. I don't even know if she was serious, but uh, she wrote this long post that men should not wear sunglasses because that way women can't really know where their eyes are or what their intentions are, and it victimizes us. Therefore, if you are an ally, put on do not wear sunglasses. And then the clip to, to clip to it is like a video recording of, of this song. I wear my sunglasses at night. It's just like these men in black constantly putting on sunglasses. And, just jam. I'll send it to you later. It's great. That's so weird. Uh, yeah. When you, what I define as fake woke, Demi Lovato's whole personal public image. Yeah. And it's like, and it's so unfortunate because I feel like Demi used to be like, I don't want to use the wrong terminology, but I feel like she used to just be like normal. You know what I mean? Like, well, you're already using the wrong terminology because she's now canceled. Dead. She's yeah, dead. Right. Uh, again. Okay. Correction. They. <laughs> they are now they. Yeah. Thank like, you. I'm like, I don't know. Did you guys see she like made a post on Instagram or something or something? It was like an article that came out recently that said where Demi said that they do not want to be complimented when they lose weight. Yes. It's like, it's like, bro. Like, <laughs> Does that mean I can make fun of them when they gain weight? They, Demi wasn't specific with the request though, so that was a loophole. Exactly. We don't we don't know like, the uh, we don't know the boundaries. In all seriousness, like she is somebody who should stay in her home. Yeah. And, and not out. interact with the outside world. If and you exercise. need to do something, you need to talk to your assistant. Because yeah. you are somebody who who can't deal yeah. being in like the real world, yeah. The world, like, yeah. just stay home. Yeah. <laughs> I love how passionate Donovan is about this subject. Cause she's no. so fucking annoying, okay. and then she tries to pass this off like she's some big pioneer of um, the LGBTQA community, yeah. or like, like she tries too hard. Like, just yeah. adopt the puppy. And yeah. move on with your life. Please go outside and like touch some grass or something. To, like, I'm, to, I'm glad you're devil's advocates. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not going to defend them. But, um, I was about to say you're <laughs> defending no, her. This is what we've been talking about for a long time. Like people need to understand that like Hollywood and celebrity culture, the um, university culture is ultra liberal. It's always been that way since the seventies and eighties. Like you're not going to have someone who's non woke be famous anymore. Like the last person. Yeah. That, that actually made in Hollywood was like Clint Eastwood and maybe James Woods for a bit. And they're like old and they have dementia or something. But aside from those limited examples, you have to be super leftist and liberal to exist in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, last time I brought up how Jennifer Aniston made herself look like a dumbass because she was telling people don't work for, uh, don't vote for Kanye. It's not funny. And then Kanye is like, well, friends wasn't funny. And it's just yeah. like, <laughs> And A, he was right. That show is trash. I wish I could buy it and play it without the laugh track so people would know. But um, that's besides from my point. But um, like the thing is, these celebrities feel like they're entitled and in a position to sway the populace's minds with their unique political terminology right. and political perspective when you know half of them didn't even graduate from high school or college and they only ever studied drama and the arts. 
not political science, law, or economics, which is necessary to have an intelligent conversation about any of these hot topic political issues at the time. So yeah. it's just infuriating because, you know, the people who really run Hollywood just keep feeding this. You won't get hired unless you're super liberal and you constantly mm -hmm. have to prove how liberal you are by just oh, joining yeah. the woke crowd on every single topic. Like, why the fuck are you... I don't know, like Sarah Silverman, who's not even funny. Um, everyone loves her because she's like naked half the time and quirky, I guess. Um, thinks she can talk about Biden, thinks she can talk about gun control, thinks she can talk about pod legalization. And I'm like, lady, you can't even talk about jokes. So what are you doing? Like, you don't, you're not even good at your own realm. So stay within your lane and learn to, you know, exist and be good at what you do before you comment on literally anything else. Like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not telling you to commit suicide. I would never say that. However, that's something everyone considers. Yeah. And I think just to piggyback on, like, what you said about, like, you know, people being educated and stuff and, like, knowing about what they're talking about, I feel like when fans of, like, um, artists or actors or influencers or whatever, when they want them to speak up about certain topics, like political topics or... Um, any type of like controversial topics um, to me that's like really fake woke because it's like why are you asking this artist or celebrity or influencer to talk about something they probably know very very little to nothing about you know what I mean like yeah. if you actually, if you actually want to know about it or if you actually want to gain some sort of perspective about it do your own research um, look up YouTube videos, look up people who actually study this thing or look up professionals or look up people who are actually in like whatever you're talking about, whether it's like politics or Palestine or medicine or whatever, you know what I mean? And it's just like, to me, that's like so fake woke. And like, I think just in general, like, I think to me, like the definition of fake woke, because I know the question is, what do you define as fake woke? I think it's when someone tries so hard to be like, politically correct and they try so hard to be like to be like inclusive to the point where it's just like it's like annoying and over the top and it's just like factually oh, corrupt. you know what i mean yeah. like like right. you know who the real victim is taylor no. swift because she very much does not want to be politically active but i feel like either her or her team thinks her fan base expects it of her so she's putting, she you know, forced. black love interests in her music videos and like they have absolutely no chemistry with each other. Like someone will look at that video and be like, wow, I am against interracial relationships after witnessing this bullshit. <laughs> Wait, yeah, yeah, there's a Taylor Swift video. I'll send it to you later. But it's, it's she has like a black love interest for once. I mean, everyone knows she likes 30 year old guys that look Wait, like 15 year old guys that yeah, don't have body hair or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, and then she wants to like be like, oh, vote for Biden, even though I she probably votes Republican in every single fucking election. You think so? You think Taylor Swift is Republican? Oh, 100%. I mean, mostly not to stereotype it, but anybody that's in like in a country music genre, chances are they most likely are Republican. She started out that way, and like she's like, I she's very protective of her royalties and her fees, so I can't imagine that she's yeah. voting for the party that says, I'm gonna tax you. Yeah. No, 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 none of them really are. But they, but these politicians, they bring them out to the forefront to influence the masses to do so, because yeah. their policies don't really affect them whatsoever. Yeah, man, Panama Papers that they don't even pay taxes. Yeah, but 
in regards to like what I define as fake woke, for me is more so deal with like corporations. Because right now, June yeah. just right. so right now we're like this is the month of the, L- the LGBTQ community. And this is why Nori the time we give all these co- yeah. all these companies come out with their little t-shirts yeah, yeah, yeah. or the oh. rainbow icon change it. <laughs> You know, I you used know to it. walk into Chase and I would thought, am I in this Skittles commercial? What is going on? Yeah. So basically, they're like, okay, we're woke this month. Give us your money. We're supporting you. Give us your money. That's what I mostly define as fake woke. Yeah, yeah. And also like, the C- the CW network as well. Oh, I hate that network so much. Network. Yeah, because the shit that they try to do with, um, what is that show? Um, Batwoman? Uh, like, uh, they made yeah. that whole show like so... Politically correct, and what they're trying to do with Powerpuff Girls, the reboot is just—it's just too much. Really? Yeah. Yeah. The script yeah. is terrible. What's it like? What's the premise? Well, let me just say this: Bubbles uh, wants to be a porn star. Uh, she's an OnlyFans girl. Wait, stop. Uh, really? Yeah, Bubbles, 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 right? Bubbles is not OnlyFans now. Yeah, Bubbles becomes an OnlyFans. Oh, well, the the show um, uh, fast-forwards to them in their 20s. And apparently they resent being the Powerpuff Girls. I thought it was supposed to be a cartoon, though. Like, is it not? It's, it's yeah, but what Liddell said, it's, it's uh, CW trying to fit as much wokeness as they can. They do it with every TV show. It's in every show. Yeah. So yeah, that that and then Blossom um, is a lesbian. Um, They talk. They talk about sex a lot in the script. Um, They also talk about um, forcing Bubbles to get up from her bed, or they will leak her nudes. Yeah, (laughs) it was it was a dumpster fire of a script. The worst sixty five. What about uh, Buttercup? She, uh, yeah, yeah, I believe she's black now. Um, I don't think that's a bad thing. Okay. <laughs> 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 you're comparing it the to way fucking we react to yours, yeah. <laughs> Okay, that's fine. Hey, hey, I know that sounds so fucked up, but it's like, come on, like all these years, <laughs> they were all basically like the same race, and now all of a sudden, like fast forward 20, 15 plus years of however long it is now oh buttercup is black blossom is a lesbian blot um bubbles is on only fans it's like that's yeah. wait is this appeals like so many different people yeah, that's, that's why is, this, is this reboot is it like real people like real like yeah, yeah. uh it's yeah, it's a reimagining uh yeah a live action reimagining of the powerpuff girls that's oh my god what did they do to mojo jojo uh yeah. he's, he died um he's killed by uh bubbles which makes sense. Um, she did go crazy in that one episode uh, and almost destroyed half the city. Is Mojo Jojo the guy who like wears all red? No, he's a chimp. Um, yeah, he's... Wasn't, there, wasn't there like a character who wears all red? And like I saw jokes that he's like a drag queen or something. He like yeah, yeah, the, I know you talking about. The name is him. That that, that was the name. Him. Ever like, yeah. dressed up like a woman. Yeah, like I feel like that's pretty progressive in and of itself. All in all, it, it was like they were trying to do too much, and the fact that even CW had to put a stop to it 
and they green will greenlight anything. It, it just shows how much trash was fit. And that was just the pilot. Right. All of this was just the pilot. The stuff I mentioned was just the stuff I could remember. Yeah, it was, yeah. I, I don't like it because I remember seeing the live action like poster and they looked really, really young, like not 20 year old, like 15. I, I, I'm kind of cringing. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, like they're all played by um Dove Cameron. Um, she was a Disney Channel star. Uh, Chloe Bennett. She was the star of Marvel's Angels of Shield. I loved it. And some newcomer. Um, I don't remember her name. That sounds like a really shitty script. Like the whole plot line with the uh, with the only and the leaking of the nudes. Like that just sounds so forced and like. Yeah, it just went against everything the Powerpuff Girls. Apparently now they resent being superheroes. Who resents the whole premise of the show was <laughs> they love being superheroes. Uh, uh, wait, wait, hold up, hold up. But, uh, Blossom is also Asian now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weren't okay, they all so white weird. girls? Weren't they all white girls? Like, wasn't that? Yes. That's what yeah. I was saying. That's what I'm saying. It's like everybody's now just. Oh, you gotta appeal to so many. That's the thing with being woke or fake. Well, you gotta try to appeal to so many different people as possible. Yeah. When you're forcing it, it's not organic. It's you yeah. can tell it's being forced. It's like yeah. And yeah. it's what do you know? Cancel culture mostly affects the entertainment industry. Hollywood f- woke, fake woke comes from Hollywood entertainment. So it all goes hand in hand. You know, exactly. so. That's basically, that's basically, but um, oh, he's not even a chimpanzee anymore. They made him a dude. What's the point of this show, man? He's a guy. (laughs) He's a guy. Well, I mean, you guys are gonna have a a talking chimp. I prefer that because I was about to main villain. Question: Because I was about to wrap this up, but he was a chimp. Now he's a man. Is this man black or? Oh no! (laughs) I oh god. That's a very important detail. Oh, I'm gonna. His name is Nicholas Podany. I I think, um, I think that Nicholas was okay. Yeah, he's the son of Mojo Jojo. So, yeah, so Mojo Jojo is killed by uh, Bubbles, um, but his son starts to date one of the Powerpuff Girls or something like that. His son, I think, was Mo. Joe Jr. Like Mo, Mo Jr. Joe, and oh, then Jr. I could kick his ass. I'm looking at him. Right now. I could kick his ass. I see a threat. I could kick his ass. Can you over here on Google? Like, yeah, I could definitely take him. I could take this. Dude. I could definitely take him. Stick figure. How is he supposed to be threatening? Also, oh, funny. I like, I like how in your in your room right now, like when we first started, it was light, and now it's just progressively gotten darker. Like you're just sitting in a dark room. Oh, I just noticed that. Like, that's how this yeah, scene works, sweetie. <laughs> it goes up and it goes down. Oh. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, that's usually how night and day works. <laughs> the sun's always <laughs> shining. But it was interesting. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. The light um, always shines when you're here. That was smooth. That was smooth, Kenny. That was smooth. All right, well, you guys, I feel like that's a great way to end this segment. So, But before we get up out of here, ladies and gentlemen, we hope that you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, make sure to like this video, share this video with your social network, encourage those within your social network to join the Tuck family, and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell. That way you're notified anytime we have any future episodes of Tuck Tuck. 
or other shows, the Out of Bounds podcast, the Gaming Chair podcast, and soon to come, the Off the Racks podcast. Mm-hmm. And about Tuck Fast recording at Jerry Thomason. So look, be on the lookout for that. But right now, it's about this time where we plug ourselves or the social media, any work that we have going on that we're doing within Tuck, outside of Tuck. So I'm going to open the floor up to you guys to plug yourselves and what you guys got going on. Yeah, follow me at Gato Noir Magic. Not doing much aside from trying to look for a job. And none of you can help me with that. Um, I, I just got a job myself. <laughs> Keep I, it in. Um, I am currently trying to quit my job because I fucking hate it. But um, yeah, this is my TikTok account. I don't know how to. Like, Longest yeah boy ever. Boy with an eye, ladies and gentlemen. With an that's, that's an that's an homage homage to a video, an iconic video. I really hope you guys know what I'm talking about. It's this kid who's like, I'm gonna show you the longest yeah boy ever. And he's just like, Yeah, boy. No, okay. That's flavor flav. That was so high pitched your dog heard it. No. I need I need to send you like I need give to credit you. to the original source. That's flavor flavor shit. No, but like there's a dude. You'll see. I'll show you. I'll show you. But yeah, that's stole from, I'll tell you right now. He stole it from Flavor Flav. Okay, well, whatever. Flavor Flav can suck a chode. I'm talking about the dude. <laughs> a chode. You call Flavor Flav a chode? Back on my man's day. A taint, if you will. You gonna let talk about Philly like that, Donovan? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Legend right there. Public <laughs> enemy. Those are pretty legends. Put some respect on his name. But yeah, this is my TikTok. I currently have my IG disabled, so I'm just taking a little break. But yeah, follow me there. I have some. I post every day because TikTok yeah. is my coping mechanism. So. And Monica is like low key, almost TikTok famous. Yeah, I'm almost. I'm low key, almost at 10k followers, which is really exciting. <laughs> but nice. yeah. Can you put it on your resume? I mean, I <laughs> I probably can, honestly. Oh, you know what? I actually just recently, I actually just recently joined the creator portal, which is really exciting. So. I was just about to say, can't you join a creator fund at ten thousand? Yeah, I mean, I, well, I was able to join it the other day, but um, hopefully, I can start making some coin if I actually gain some clout. You know, that'd be kind of cool. But TikTok. What kind of stuff do you post on TikTok? Never mind. I'll just follow it. Just yeah, just this. It's just like me. I just like honestly, when you follow trends, it's really easy to like gain vir- virality on TikTok. Is following trending audios and like trending sounds. That's just like it, it. It, because Monica, she I feel like she's not gonna mention it, but she's a low key talented singer as well. I thank you. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. I actually really want to start posting singing videos as well. Like, I really want to start because. I used to perform and stuff in high school, and like um, I really miss oh. it. I feel like it's hard to like, you know, when you're not performing in real in person, it's like, oh, I don't know how to like express this talent and like social media. So you know, yeah. looking forward to ignoring all those videos. <laughs> thanks, Kenny. Thanks for the love. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Donovan, plug yourself. Um, you know, my IG handle is right there, uh, Donnie. Um, I, I don't really necessarily have anything to plug. Um, just follow me or don't. 
I mean, yeah, I don't really care. <laughs> I really you, know, don't. you know what you should do? This is just my content creator brain just flowing. You should post like little rants about the Philadelphia 76ers. Should I? You yeah. could be like EDP before he got exposed. I'm glad you know who EDP is. <laughs> I unfortunately do. Shout out to EDP 445. No, no, no. We don't claim that man in Philadelphia. Oh, no, he, he, He's not even from Philly, though, but he repping your Eagles, though. He, he likes them young. Let's no, he don't. That that. <laughs> oh, wait, what? He got exposed, like, texting young girls some craziness. I mean... I- yeah. I'm I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> Twice, I think, like multiple times. He he he'll he'll take it wherever he could get it. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. I don't mean to shit on you, EDP, but it is what it is. Oh, I, I, catch this video. So I think he was on suicide watch the last time I heard about him. But yeah, the dude was yeah. down bad. You think? But, um, Would you say, Mama? yeah? I mean, just. I'm saying with that, plug yourself. Your turn. Promote yourself. Oh, yeah, right now, me, the Dell the fashionista. I mostly just talk about fashion shit. <laughs> or then also you can find me on, on the True Urban Culture IG page. I'm the model. I got I gotta interject. Go ahead. Is your name Liddell the Fastinista or the Fastinisto? Because there's an O at the end. Sto. Sto. Oh. Oh, it's, it the it's the masculine version. Put some, put some respect on his name, Donnie. Fashionista. <laughs> okay, all right. I just want to know. I, I to make all right, Miss uh, Miss Ten K on TikTok. <laughs> Monica got my back. That's what's up. I got you. Yes. Okay. I, I I was sorry. This is like the longest plug ever, but I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. We'll catch you guys same time, same place next week. You can also find us on our audio platforms, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. So I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your evening. We'll catch you guys next week. Bye.